Welcome back, guys, to the Coins and Connections podcast. This is your girl, Sinquanta Cox-Smith, and we are going to continue to explore all things books, business, and bullshit. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 36. In this episode, I am chatting with my sister as we talk about our time in the Army. Um, We went to the Army about 15 years apart. We are five years apart and this is not only a funny episode, but a very informative uh, episode because I get to share my story as a active duty soldier, as a veteran, and as a military spouse. So if you fall into any of these categories or you are thinking about joining um, any of the military branches, this episode may give you some insight into what to expect and also a look at how differently things have changed in the army from the time that i went in and she um also enlisted um currently my husband is an active duty army drill sergeant um we are here at fort lee so shout out to all my fort lee spouses out there and everyone who has children's husbands cousins aunties uncles who are serving in the united states military again thank you for your service and thank you for being a strong backbone for your family and i wish you all the best in your journey another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, so I am back and I am here with my sister. So we're going to first talk about our basic training experience (laughs) so i went to basic training in june of 2005 and i went to fort jackson and i went in may 2016 i also went to fort jackson south carolina so when i first went in um the uniform was bdus and we had the black boots that we had to shine um it's like the 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 only uniform that most people recognize the army by and I had the chance to shine my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and when I came in in May 2016, we had the OCP pattern which is now actually still out as of now until they decide to change it again. And that's like a dark green with like black and a little light brown in it. So so you didn't even get to wear ACUs? No, when I came in, they issued me OCPs. Okay, so I, w- I had a chance to wear deserts, which is like the brownish camo-looking uh, uniforms. And I was also fortunate enough to wear ACUs throughout my time in the Army. Um, so <laughs> when you join the Army, you get shipped to basic training by bus, van, plane, depending on how far the location is from your local maps. So because we were both from South Carolina, 
Um, we were, wait, did you no. leave from Georgia? I left from Georgia. So okay. I, I was, um, on a van, like a minivan with like five other people to go to basic training from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. So yeah, I went to, I went on a van as well from Georgetown, South Carolina to Columbia. Um, you go through a whole MEPS process again, which is MEPS is always a long, um, process. And then you get shipped to reception and reception is the place where they kind of hold you before they process you to go to your actual unit um, at basic training. So I stayed in reception for like a week because they needed to get the National Guard um, out. Most of them were like sophomores, not sophomores, maybe Mm -hmm. juniors in high school. Mm -hmm. And they had to go through basic training in time to come back for school to start in August. Yeah, same for me. Uh, reception was actually a week long as well, you know, to get issued your uniforms and all that. And also, when it became, like, closer to the end of the week, they actually had to make sure the National Guard get out as well because they have to be back to their units at a certain time when basic training is over. Versus active duty, you know, we got time on our hands. Yeah. So, do you remember it being super hot? Yes. So, <laughs> like, it was, we they have, like, heat cats. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, did y'all get to dress like dress y'all blouse? Yeah. Boots um, and stuff. Fold up our jackets and our pants. Heat cafe. Yeah. Heat <laughs> Most of the time by the time it was like nine, ten o'clock in the morning, it was heat cat five and we would like mm-hmm. roll up our sleeves on our jackets and, and um on our pants. Um uh, a funny story is right before they shipped us to our unit from reception, they would always say, you know, take a knee and be like, drink water. So we would be filling up our canteens with water, and every time they say drink, we had to drink all the water in the canteen. And how, like, how big is it? I forgot. I don't remember the size. I don't know how. But it's a good amount of water yeah. in that canteen. <laughs> um, Google, Google our army canteen, um, so you can see the size of it. And they would come by and make us tip it over mm-hmm. to make sure it was empty so just imagine you were sitting there for an hour and you had to go through like three canteens of water and then we got on bus they was rushing us we had these big duffel bags on our back we got to our unit it was like put your face in your bag don't look at me private (laughs) yelling yelling and you had to get off the bus it ended up raining the day that i went to my actual unit for basic training and we were running off the bus it was raining people were falling they were yelling and when I tell y'all, when I heard people next to me asking to go to the restroom and the way they was yelling at them, I was like, I'm not fitting to ask to go to the bathroom. But I had to pee so bad. So guess what your girl did? I sat there. I was like, I'm already wet from the rain. <laughs> so I'm just going to tinkle. <laughs> I know they had to make us, they had to let us wash off after that. We were all soaking wet. So that is one embarrassing moment about me that y'all going to learn today that I pissed my pants because I, at that point I didn't know what else to do. Funny story about the rain. It seemed like every time you're basic training, when it's raining, you got to pee. You know, rain makes you just have to pee. So we were on an actual ruck march. And, you know, you had the porta johns, which is like the portable restrooms for people who don't know. And we're walking. And I'm like, well, why we can't stop at the porta johns to use the bathroom? They was like, no, no, you can't stop. We got to keep going. So I'm like, oh, God. So we walking up this hill. It started raining. I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just have to pee myself. Y'all, I was wet with rain and pee (laughs) for another, like, 10 minutes until we got back to where we were supposed to be so I could freshen up and get right. Man, that's some good memories. Like, (laughs) but I do, I can say that I truly enjoyed um, basic training, throwing grenades and the range. 
Um, also, like we did this obstacle course. Did y'all do the obstacle course? Yeah, we did. Like, that two was of super them. fun um, and excited. And rug marches uh, were good. Live fire. If you don't know any of these terms, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and Google that or ask someone who you know who was in the army. And we had to make sure we actually used the latrine. So it wasn't the restroom or the bathroom. It was like right. the latrine. So you had to say that. Are they be looking at you in the mess hall at the defect? Um, it was like you had to eat so fast. Literally. But also, when I went in, I couldn't take a cell phone. Oh, yeah. And uh, in reception, we actually had our phones and we could take them with us when we're doing business. We just couldn't pull them out, but we can have them. And then in basic training, we got calls like mm, probably once a month. Well, my platoon, we were so good that he would just call us up. And we can get calls almost every other week, about 15 minutes. We won the drilling ceremony competition. So we were able to actually talk on the phone for an hour and a half. You know, I had to call the whole city up. <laughs> Yeah, and I was in in 2005 we were using pay phones and calling cards to call our families. Um and it would be a few minutes at a time. I also got yelled at once because my battle buddies weren't really good at looking out for me when I was sneaking on the phone <laughs> and I got everybody in the bay smoked and no one was really mad at me, but I was just like I you know, they try to break you in basic training, but Mm. And then also, when we did combatives, I got a chance to slam a guy. <laughs> and then I actually got some cool points with the drill sergeants. And then um, I think, I don't know what he gave our bay that night, but he was like, because of Cox, I ain't going to smoke y'all asses. <laughs> so <laughs> Combatives was always funny, especially when they let you call out somebody that you don't like. Oh, yes. You get out there and you Ta-da. can work faithfully and not get in trouble with it. So, yeah. and my drill sergeant, he knew that it was this one girl that nobody liked. And he called her out. He said, you know what? I know you don't like her. How about y'all two get out here? <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Did y'all do bayonets too? Like, no. Really? Uh-uh. Oh, so that's like with the sword at the end. Uh-huh. And we did that. Um, did y'all take a CPR class? Nope. Really? Nope. I guess we need to so, see, there's such a big difference in the gap in the time that we went, being it was, what, like a, what's that, 10-year 10 10, gap? 10, 11 years. Um, from the times that we went. So, there was so much that has changed in between that. But all in all, how, like, did you really enjoy it or was it hard? No, I really enjoyed it. I mean, at certain points when you first start doing stuff, you're like, wow, this is hard. But, like, once it's done, it's like, wow, I did that. Like, yeah. I can't believe I did it. And it's an experience that... You won't get nowhere else, honestly. Yeah, so if you're thinking about joining the military and um, you're just looking for a new experience, I say go for it. Any branch, um, that's up to you, whatever your preference is. And then now we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and talk about our AIT. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so you guys are going to notice that there's a lot of similarities in our stories because we both went to Fort Jackson for basic training, 
And then also um, in AIT, we both came to Fort Lee, Virginia, where we, um, me and my husband and my family are actually stationed at right now. So to me, it was like, oh, coming back home <laughs> um, to where I had, man, some great memories with my battle buddies. <laughs> so um, when I got to AIT, my MOS was a 92 Yankee, which is supply specialist. And mine is a 91 Papa, which is a artillery mechanic. Okay, and I was quartermaster, and quarter is ordinance. Um, before, ordinance was at Fort Jackson, and I don't remember. Huh? Lee. No, it was at Fort oh, okay. Jackson, because um, my husband is ordinance, and mm-hmm. he had his AIT in Fort Jackson. So I don't know exactly when the shift changed, because he also went to basic training. and Well, he went in basic and AIT in 2006. So somewhere in between there, um, the change happened. If any of you guys know, let me know. But when I got to AIT, that's when I realized that things were more relaxed. At first, I still did not have a phone. Um, but like maybe a week or so in, my parents mailed me a cell phone. And we had pay phones in our, um, in our uh, bays at our units. And... Oh, this was a question I didn't ask before, but in our AIT, we had open bays with like 60 other females, open showers, no curtains, and um, the bathroom stalls. It was like maybe a few of them. When I went, um, my building was actually four floors. The first floor was all females. We were three to room, actually, um, and had like separate keys, so a little way more privacy with also a bathroom in um in the room with three separate closets so that's a big difference yeah so just imagine also in basic training we had open base y'all had still had open yeah, base and basic, open basic so training. just imagine like you oh, just meeting all these females and like you're like but everybody go gotta take a shower um together sometimes i got smart about making sure i got in there super early or going there super late when most of the people have already showered um just waking up early or going to bed a little bit later to do that but we also had to make sure we clean the restrooms and stuff like that when i got here we had to earn um our first off post pass and while i was here we actually had overnight passes um with my job being 14 weeks versus people that was there for six weeks um after two weeks in a pt test that you have to pass then you can go off post, but um, if you don't pass it, then good luck. You're just going to stay on post in uniform. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still a little freedom, but it's not as much as everybody else can get. But y'all didn't have overnight, um, or did If y'all? you stayed over 14 weeks, okay. you wouldn't even be in my company. You would be in a different one. Okay. But you can definitely get, like, overnights and weekends. But yeah. we had, like, basically the whole weekend, like, from 6 to 6 on Saturdays and Sundays, so... Yeah, so like the first um, time we went off, we had to be in our class A's, and that's what they were called because they were green at the time. <laughs> and ours is dress blues, which is blue, the blue jacket, the white shirt, the blue pants, or the blue skirt. <laughs> yeah, so we um, definitely a lot of years in between, and you can see the different changes. Um, I still have my class A's. I don't own any of my uniforms that I had or PT's. Um, that changed too. Yeah, the the PT uniform did change. Um, from like they we had like gray shirts with black writing and like black pants with like this reflective um, army on the pants, and now it's black and gold. Um, both uniforms. 
Um, Quetta just, you want to tell them? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just finished my contract up actually about two weeks ago. Um, I feel amazing. Um, the Army, it is what you make it, honestly. Um, it, and it could depend on where you go. Yeah. But I think I am just more of a school person. And the military isn't for me, but the experience was worth it. Uh, went out of the country twice mm-hmm. in three and a half years, which is a lot of people don't even do that. So I didn't. I was actually <laughs> unfortunate to do that. So um, honestly, I met a lot of people, and when you meet aren't when you're military friends, they are lifelong friends. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you nothing else, and it's that's that's the truth. So, yeah. I enjoyed my experience, and now on to the new chapter. Um, that is definitely true because it's like, what, 15, 16 years later and last week, my, one of my battle buddies from AIT called me and we kind of keep up with each other. Um, not even, I'm not even going to say we may, we probably talk maybe once a year and just get in a good conversation for maybe an hour. But, um, a lot of, uh, my battle buddies and I are friends on, um, Facebook and Instagram and sometimes we WhatsApp message. So you do meet lifelong friends. And now being on the military spouse side, um, for the first time, we've started to be stationed at different locations with people we've known from previous duty stations. And that sometimes never happens. Sometimes you meet somebody and you never see them again, but only have that connection via phone or you meet up to do something. Um, But my first duty station after I left AIT was Fort Drum, uh, New York. And the funniest thing about that was because we were like, yes, we are going to New York. Mm-hmm. And we also had to think about, we were thinking big city, lights, fun. And back then, nobody was really Googling. Um, we really didn't have Facebook. MySpace was all the rave. So we weren't researching. We just knew we were going to New York. And when we got there, we realized that we were in the middle of nowhere. Um, So now you guys have more access to look these places up and see what there is to offer instead of like going into a situation blind. Because if I knew that's what uh, New York (laughs) Fort Drum had to offer, I would have tried to not put that at the top of my list. Right. And my first duty station was Fort Bliss, Texas, which is in El Paso, Texas. Literally by the border. <laughs> so you can only imagine what El Paso is full of Mexicans. No love lost. I love Mexicans. I love everybody. But um, when you get there, you would think, like, this is really the desert. Like, it's nothing here. But honestly, it is a big city. When you explore it, it's really a lot to do. People think it's not a lot to do, but it's actually a lot to do. So. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that. I always say, they're like, oh, my gosh, you you like Fort Raleigh? I was like, I enjoy Kansas because Kansas, not only was the Post family friendly, there were a lot of things to do, and we were close to a lot of things. We were close to Oklahoma City, Kansas City. Um, you could go to uh, Arkansas. So there was a lot to do. St. Louis. So always, for any military spouse that's listening, just don't be like, oh my gosh, we got to go there. Just think of it as a new adventure and you probably would have never visited that location ever in your life. Find your favorite places to eat, um, dessert places and parks and stuff, museums for your kids and just make the best of it, um, of your experience because you will have to live there at least a year. (laughs) Another thing about um, being at Fort Bliss in El Paso, people think, oh, you're in Texas, you're close to Dallas, Houston, Austin. 
Let me be honest with you. That's an eight-hour to ten-hour drive to each place. <laughs> Only thing that we were close to was Amagordo, which is actually an Air Force base out there. We were close to New Mexico, so we can go to, like, the different lakes every now and then on the four days. But as far as uh, leaving out of El Paso, if you want to drive eight to ten hours, you know, you're going to have to fly out. And the flights are not cheap because it's a military city and it's not a lot of people that live there. So just expect to pay some money when you want to fly out of El Paso. Yeah. The only downfall for me. <laughs> so, so far, I hope you guys are being able to just learn a few things about our experience from basically training AIT and our first duty station. Again, like I say, I have the experience to talk on it from being an active duty soldier, being a veteran, and being a military spouse. So, if you have any questions about um, just how to navigate through military life, feel free to inbox me. Or ask me any questions and I can help you out. Um, you guys can follow my sister Cinquetta on Instagram at CC Do You Love Me. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be Smiley Quetta, but you know, she went and changed on me. Um, but I hope you guys were able to just get to know us a little better and then um, also just learn more about the Army. So I hope you guys make sure you leave a review. Um, mm-hmm. Don't forget to share this episode with your military friends. Uh, and make sure you come back next week for another episode. Thank you, guys. This company makes dope-ass tees, sweatshirts, and accessories for all the love and fly girls and hot boys. Use code 90scoins for 15% off at itsaflashback.com. That's itsaflashback.com. All right, so now we have our parents joining us, Terry and Glenda. And I wanted to ask you guys, how do you feel about having two daughters who served in the United States Army? I feel pretty good about having both girls serving the Army. When my oldest one said that she was joining, I was like, you joining the army? Um, it all happened so fast, but the transition, everything just went smoothly. Um, when my youngest daughter decided she gonna go in the military, I was like, huh? <laughs> She's like a little. She was like a scary cat thinking about the war. But for some reason, all of a sudden she decided I'm going in the military. I was like, okay. She went in, she served, she did her and shit. And she deployed. And she deployed. <laughs> she did get to go some places she probably would never really go. Mm-hmm. I know one thing, they had three meals a day. <laughs> they had a paycheck coming in twice a month. I'm just happy that they served the United States of America. Thank y'all for all you've done. All right, Daddy. Well, well. I'm very proud of both of them. Uh, when I was in high school and about to graduate, I decided I wanted to go in the Army myself, and I took the test for the Air Force, and um, I didn't score high enough for the Air Force, so the guy asked me, say, well, you want to go in the Army? I said, no, my heart was set on the Air Force, so I didn't go in the Army, so, and I felt bad afterwards, so when my daughters joined the Army, I felt a little better, I said, well, now, I didn't get a chance to go, but now they get a chance to go, so they can see what it is to serve in the United States Army and to serve their country well. So I, was, I would say I'm very proud of both of them, and it's a big achievement for both of them. So I'm a very proud father. Awesome. So 
thank you guys for just coming on and giving your two cents and some input about this topic and we love you guys love you too we love you too Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to share and leave a review for this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections.com. My websites are www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can join my Facebook group at Books Plus Business with Cinquantacocksmith. Quanta Cox Smith. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.